Welcome to Move Forward Radio, a show featuring interviews with physical therapists and other healthcare experts. This program is brought to you by MoveForwardPT.com, the official consumer information website of the American Physical Therapy Association. Learn how physical therapists can help people of all ages and abilities reduce pain and improve and restore motion to achieve long-term quality of life at MoveForwardPT.com. Welcome to Move Forward Radio. I'm Jason Bellamy. Charlie Plascon spent most of his life thinking that recreational running was a foolish way to exercise. That's why he didn't try it until he retired at the age of 55. Quickly, his opinion began to change. Not quite two decades later, Charlie has completed more than 50 full 26.2-mile marathons and also eight full Ironman triathlons. Now 73 years old, he's determined to keep going. But it hasn't always been easy. Over the years, Charlie experienced meniscal tears in both knees, multiple hernias, a rotator cuff tear, and most damaging, a back injury suffered when trying to complete the 2013 Boston Marathon that left him unable to walk. At MoveForwardPT.com, we're sharing stories of people whose lives were transformed by physical therapy, and this is one of those tales. Again and again over the years, Charlie has turned to physical therapy to help him return to his active lifestyle. As you're about to hear, Charlie is not someone who quits at the first sign of difficulty. Because the other thing you should know about Charlie is that he's legally blind. Here now is Charlie sharing his experience in his words. My name is Charlie Plascon, and uh, I am a grandfather of four, 73 years old, and I have been uh, a visually impaired person my whole entire life. Uh, I was diagnosed with macular dystrophy early on, and the only thing they could say about me then was that I was going to have a challenging and difficult life. Quite possibly, the world is much too dangerous a place for Charlie to even leave the house. Now, obviously, when you hear all the things I've done, then you'll see something had to have happened. I was in a situation in which I could either fold like a deck of cards or explore opportunities to give myself a full and complete life, which I did. And in addition to that, I am an Ironman triathlete. So if you don't already know what that means, it means I have already swam, rode a bike, and ran a total of 140.6 miles. And that's challenging enough, but they don't give you two days to do that. They give you a very short amount of time. It's got to be less than 17 hours. And I've done six or seven of those already, and I'm on my way to doing another one next year. Um, For me, I've removed a disc from disability, as far as my eyes are concerned, from early on. Early, early on, I never was allowed to use my sight as an excuse for not doing something with my life. So I went through elementary school, high school, college, number of colleges, degrees, taught for 32 years, and this is with my disability, and the only thing my disability got was worse. (laughs) It didn't get better. So the darker my world got, the more determined I was to make it happen, and I did. So here we are now. We're talking about me, 73 years old, doing over 50 marathons, Ironman, maybe seven distances, half Ironman, so many that I can't even count them. But that all didn't happen overnight. 
I said I retired in 99 at age 55. Um, I heard about the track team, and I heard about cross country, and I heard about my niece doing being running, and I thought running was for people that had nothing better to do with their time. What's the big deal? You go run. So I retired, and I finally found time to try running. And uh, I said, my niece called me up, and she said, you know, I just did a half marathon. And uh, I said, well, how far is that? And she said, 13.1 miles. And I said, oh, that sounds like a lot. Um, so I figured, well, let me see what happens. And I just decided to go run. Started running. And I did one mile. And I said, this is not a big deal. Like I said, this is for people that have nothing better to do with their time. Then halfway through trying to get to mile two, I realized that this is not what it seems. Bodies that can do these things have been coached and guided and muscles are built up and strengths are there physically as well as mentally. And I pushed it. I got to two and a half miles and then my legs stopped. Not stopped with pain. Couldn't take the next step. My legs would not move forward. I actually had to walk backwards partway to get home. I had to move my legs on the side. They stopped. And I said to myself, okay, you like challenges. You've got one right in front of your face right now. So at age 55, I started doing what I've been able to do, 55, 65, 70. It's not even 20 years yet. And I'm up to long distances, which means it's never too late. If you have somewhat of a body and a whole lot of a mind and a lot of determination and you set realistic goals, don't even tell me that, well, I've never done anything all my life. When did you start running? <laughs> when I was 55. And that's basically a little bit old. But then there's a flip side to that, too. I never played, couldn't see, never played high school sports. I never played college sports, so I didn't beat myself up on a football field, basketball court, or playing lacrosse. My body was ready for something, and at 55, I took off. I found that I am an endurance person. I'm endurance with my inability to see because I'm going to overcome it. I'm an endurance athlete as far as my running is concerned, my biking, and my swimming. I don't look at the long-range picture. I just deal with what's in front of me. Endurance is what I'm all about. The longer my distances, the better I was able to perform. And I'm telling you that I'm 73 years old now, and I feel as though I could just keep going. It's not going to be the end of a race. The race has got longer and longer because I'm just about catching up to the kids uh, at mile marker 100 on the bike. And they're folding like decks of cards, and I'm just going, chug, 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 just keep going and going. And I enjoy that as a focus for me, and that's what I've lived by. So I go back to Boston, and I'm going to do double, triple good. I have two guides really ready and willing to guide me, one guide at a time, um, and it was going to be great. It was going to be fantastic. So I took off. And I already know something doesn't feel right, but I ignored it. And at the 10K mark, I knew something was wrong, but I kept going. 
And I said, my body never stopped before. This isn't really what it is. But I had people waiting for me after I got through the Wellesley Scream Tunnel. Um, I had some of the girls that had guided me two, three years, four years before there, and they said hi, and they said, what's going on? I said, I don't know what's going on. So I had the longest marathon run in my life. The pain was more pain than I ever thought, I ever felt. And it didn't stop me, but let me tell you, I was well over seven hours for a marathon, didn't quit. One of my guides said a lesser man would have quit. Uh, And I'm thinking, uh, I've never been a lesser man, but maybe a smarter man would have quit. But I didn't. I endured the pain, but after that, I couldn't walk. Now, the thing is, I was going great. Then, of course, I pushed a little bit too hard. little too much swimming, biking, and running. A little too much pushing. And I wound up pinching my um, spinal cord. I pinched the nerves so much that my right leg just stopped working. It was like a stump. It was like nothing. It was worthless. And that was very discouraging to me and like I said my whole world fell apart uh, because they examined me here there everywhere and they decided that there were many opportunities for fixing it but as far as running is concerned or returning to athletics uh, was going to be a real stretch that hurt really bad because that replaced my eyes because I could then once again have a full life and act like I could participate and do things that sighted people could do, and I could do it better. So that was taken away. Um, I mean, I can't drive a car, I can't do lots of other things, but I could do things a sighted person could do, and I could do them better. There's something happy about that. I mean, it makes the individual himself or herself say, yeah, I can't do this, but I can do that. So as far as the disability with my back is concerned, I could not get over it. I was done. I was folded up. Some doctors say, put your running shoes away, but I really wasn't ready for that. I went to a variety of doctors until I found someone that was speaking what I wanted to hear. He um, said that he could fix my back, but because he was who he was and because medicine had moved along so long, he said, I can fix your back. But he wanted to know what was I going to do with his hard work? What, what was I going to do with it? And I told him, I want to get back to this. I want to get back to that. This is what I was doing. This stopped me cold. And I want it fixed. And he said, well, I can fix it. And I know where you're going to want to be as far as you're concerned. But my hard work is not going to go any place unless you buy into what I'm saying. I'll put the pieces back where they belong. I will open up the uh, L4, L5, and I will chip away at the bone spurs, and I will make the calcium disappear, and I will tweak your spinal cord and put it back in shape. But you have to do your part. There's going to be extreme challenges with your physical therapy because you were so active and I'm telling you right now, you could eventually be just as active 
if you listen to what I'm saying. And I thought, yeah, well, no problem. I'll give it a couple of weeks. I'll give it this, and it'll be fine. It was not. But the physical therapist and the physical therapy regimentation is the only thing that has me where I am right now. I want this. I follow their directions, and they, they remove the dis from my disability as far as my athleticisms are concerned. And not one doctor, not one person said, well, you know, you're 73. Maybe you should. No, 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 no. You're back online. I did my job, and you did your job with your physical therapy, and now you can go about your business any way you want, and that's exactly where I am. I got the go-ahead to run. I went from four miles, and the doctor did say, the therapist even said, go slow, start off slow, start off slow. So I went from four miles took a day off, went to 6, took two days off, went to 10, took two days off, went to 12. And now I'm even going to be better than I was before because I can be educated. The old dog has to be taught the new tricks with the running shoes and follow their direction, do what they say, and it all will be fine. And that's pretty much where I am right now. On my eyes, I can't change. That's just it. They're they're only going to get worse and worse and worse, and it's practically lights out for me now. So it's fine. I'm not afraid of anything as far as not being able to see. But I was more afraid, this is funny, more afraid of not being able to move my body the way I want to move it, when I want to move it. And the eyes part, I, I'm already over that. My inability to move my body, I, I was in charge of my body until my back took me out. Now I was completely dependent on canes for holding me up, and that was just not me. But I was one of the fortunate people that I could be fixed. I was fixed. I worked hard at getting back. And the two and a half years where I was not running, uh, it took a long time to get back. It was kind of like relearning everything all over again. But I'm up for that. I'm getting better, a little bit better each day, and I, I, I'll keep coming back to my back problem, my spinal cord problem. That was a new thing for me to deal with, but I've removed the disc from disabilities before. This one was more challenging because I didn't have sight and lost it. I had my ability to swim, bike, and run, and it was taken away from me. So I fought really, really hard to get it back, and I did. And it has to do with my commitment. It's not a pill. The doctor after the operation didn't say, take this pill twice a day for the next six weeks and you're back to running marathons. No. It's hard work. The person, it's tough love. For that therapist, for that physical therapist, that's tough love. Well, what do you mean? That's all you got? That's all you can do is like a two-minute bridge on a ball? Go for three. Go for four. Go for five. So now I can do, I, I can do it. And her encouragement, and I listened. And she didn't treat me like the blind old man. It was just somebody that was hungry to do good. She clearly said, and this is where physical therapy takes on a whole new motive and a whole new mission. It's not just, well, do do something on the medicine ball, uh, balance or do this or do that, do this or do that. She, she bred into me um, something about do more, do better. Don't just be content with one minute. Go for two minutes. Don't just be content. 
with a seven-minute repetition. Or if you can do seven, go to eight, go to nine, go to ten. And when you get to ten, don't do more than ten because now this is her ability. Don't hurt yourself. Drop it down to five and do three sets. You still wind up with 15. Just her, her mission was skillful, very, very skillful. But I was willing to follow the road that she laid out for me. And there were some roadblocks, some huge obstacles, um, but we got over it like a lunge. <laughs> lunge. First time I lunged, I fell over. And, and she said, well, that's okay. Uh, it'll get better. It'll get better. And I'm saying, yeah, when? And she said, when you do the backup exercises, it can't be, there has to be realistic goal setting. My realistic goal setting was therapy was going to be done in four weeks, and I was going to be back to marathons. She sets the realistic goals. That's her education, her forte, and you have to buy into it as a patient. I don't care how old you are, and I don't, she didn't have to say it. I ate it myself. She never said it. She just felt where I wanted to be and she didn't beat me up with well you know you never said never do a marathon again and I never even asked when do you think I'm going to run but she knew where I wanted to be we talked about it casually but it never came up in the exercises and I'm here that's a skillful thing that does not come very easily uh, to me in my opinion to young people unless their education is such that they are guided and coached in that area and if they are fantastic because what she did was great. The therapy part was great, but what she did to my brain was something like, and my father did it when I was six years old, don't you get that strong arm. She did it with it's, it's, the sledgehammer approach or feather duster approach. My father had a sledgehammer approach, uh, but then, of course, he had my whole life to deal with and I had to make something of it. Uh, she used a feather duster approach but it came across in my head like a sledgehammer. The message was there. So as far as my hope, um, it is my hope to change the world's perception of visually impaired and blind people because sometimes people think we can't do anything, but we can. Uh, it may take us a little bit longer, we may have to work harder at it, but you can achieve the goal if it's a realistic one. And this does not have to be just confined to the visually impaired and blind community. This could be for anyone. If you've never run, you can't say you never ran, set a realistic goal. Thank you to Charlie Plascon for sharing his story. You can find video of Charlie and other stories like this at MoveForwardPT.com. I'm Jason Bellamy. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to Move Forward Radio. Insight from our guest is for informational purposes only and should not be used as a substitute for individual treatment by a medical professional. Learn more about how a physical therapist can help you and find a physical therapist in your area at moveforwardpt.com. For an archive of past episodes, visit moveforwardpt.com radio.